Welcome to the Conscious Relationship and Coupling and Parenting Summit. It's me, Lucia Gabriela, your host and producer. Today we have a beautiful, interesting, and passionate woman, uh, Christine McIver. So let me just read a little bit about her before we bring her into our summit today. Christine, a TV and radio personality, speaker, possibility coach, and potent creator of Magnitude and Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator is driven to inspire you to make choices that will bring you to your true heart desires. Christine is also the CEO of a successful, thriving, growing company that includes the Inspired Choices Network. Christine travels the world online and physically, inviting others to move forward with choices that not only inspire others, but mostly especially inspire themselves. Christine lives her life out loud and is a natural cheerleader who believe in the ability for others to change their lives quickly and easily. She entices clients to show up more in their life, business, and relationship than they have ever before, inviting them to make all that they once knew was possible, possible. Throughout the many choices she has made in her own life, Christine knows today that all of those choices, good, bad, or otherwise, now serve her and her audience. Christine has impacted thousands of individuals both in Canada and abroad with her enthusiastic message of possibilities. Her kind, direct, and joy-filled approach is both comforting and stretching. Christine believes that all things are possible beyond what is present in anyone's life, business, or relationship. We have the honor to introduce you, Christine Kyber, into our summit. Thank you for saying yes, and welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me. I am thrilled to be here. We are so excited to really learn from you the topic of divorce with dignity, um, Christine. So uh, before we go into this topic that is so exciting, especially for so many of our audience, really want to know how to have that beautiful transition in their relationship. We would like to know how do you start in this journey of conscious relationship and divorce? <laughs> That's a big question. <laughs> Well, um, you know, for many of us, um, learning is about, we often learn when we trip and fall. Uh, we often learn by what we did wrong, and then we want to choose something different. You know, there's three things that we don't learn in school. We don't know, learn how to be in relationship. We don't learn how to manage money, and we don't learn how to parent. And those are the three major topics that I find people are searching for support on. And personally, um, you know, I'm an expert in divorce. I've actually been divorced twice from marriage. And, um, you know, I did everything wrong. And while that used to be a shame point for me, Lucia, today it's actually something that I utilize to grow from within for myself and I actually share that with so many other people. So a lot of the people that I've worked with, I'll often say to them, no, 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 don't do that because <laughs> this is what we will do. This is what the response is going to be to that. So when, when you're looking to create a relationship um, with anyone, it could be with a colleague, it could be with, with a, a lover, it could be with a family member. When you're looking to create a relationship with that, 
um, you have to come from the space of what hasn't worked for me in the past. And oftentimes that will lead you to, to trying something different. And I know for myself, I'm a huge connector and relationships are, they're, they're so important to me. It's, it's really funny. I've created working from home um, as a sole entrepreneur and yet connecting for me is, is critical. So when I, when I recognize that in myself, I really needed to go within and say, what is it that I've been choosing that's not been working? And that's often where we start when I'm working with individuals around what hasn't been working and what would you like different? And we have so many examples of, um, you know, Hollywood's perfect couple and Hollywood's perfect relationships. And for the most part, they don't look at the vulnerability pieces. They don't look at the struggles. They look at the uh, rose-colored glasses experience. And that's not true for 99.9% .9 of the world. So for me, this is a critical step in all of us to create a beautiful conscious relationship is to really look at how do we conclude a relationship with honor and dignity and respect so that we can move forward and create one of the most amazing relationships we've ever had. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I'm not divorced too. And yes, I totally understand and I value uh, the work that you're doing because it's not just, you know, it is not a, a an easy journey, I would say it. It is an interesting journey. I believe that it's a very uh, powerful journey of growth and evolution of the individual self. Um, but if you have the tools and you have somebody that can be there for you in that in that time of your life, of that transition, to make it easy, to make it joyful, to also to make it like more grounded, you know, where the person is not all over the place. It is, it's a beautiful, beautiful work, and I'm so excited. I really am excited to learn more from you, how um, our audience, anyone who's going through divorce or thinking about divorcing, uh, how they can do it in a very beautiful way with dignity, to do it with dignity, with respect, with honor. And, yeah, so I'm so excited to learn from you today. I'm sure that our audience also is excited, so here we're going to go. Let's do it. So divorce with dignity, how can we do it different? A lot of us are, are believing that divorce is all about um, ending a marriage. And that is the picture that I am showing here is, is about ending a marriage. But what divorce is, is it's, it's separating. Divorce is all about separating, separating and turning aside. And interestingly enough, Divorce, we're divorcing in relationships all of the time. Every relationship, this is something that I would really like everyone to understand, is all relationships come to an end at some time. All relationships will conclude, whether it's when someone dies or when we choose to move in a new direction. So we are divorcing in relationships from, from family members. We might be divorcing in relationships from lovers we might be divorcing in relationships from um employers or we might be divorcing in relationships from friends you know the thing is is that 
the one thing that is constant, and we've heard this so many times, is that change. The one thing that's constant is change. And we are forever in change, especially in relationships. So how can we do this differently? One of the big things to understand is that there's, there's different stages of divorce. And I really see it as three stages. There's, first of all, there's this, the first stage is you're considering it. You may have not even spoken to this other person that you're in relationship in, but you're considering it. So you are in the stages of understanding or starting to know what's not working for you in this relationship. So that's stage one. And that stage can last for a very long, very long time. It can also bring up a lot of anxiety. It can bring up a lot of stress because you're, you're pulling within you what it is that you want. And at the same time, if this is someone that you care about, someone that you've had in high regard, someone that you've loved deeply, the idea of separating that from them can really pull you into different directions because what have we been shown in this world is we've been shown that in order to conclude a relationship, we're going to get into a fight. There's going to be a lot of fighting. There's going to be a lot of trying to survive. How many people out there are trying to survive divorce and they're not really looking at what it is they're actually creating? They're really just trying to reach for some, some way that they can get out of this chaos. And so it's so important to understand that what we're doing, how we're creating divorce, and how we're moving through that can affect us in so many different ways. So when we're actually willing to do it differently, we may come out of that anxiety, we may come out of that high stress, so that we can move into a different choice. So the second stage of divorce is actually when you're physically in the divorce. You're physically in talking, you might be in fighting, you might have a lawyer involved, there might be negotiations. Again, this could be in, in an employment relationship. This could be in a business partner relationship, right? And, and how many times do we have to reach for the legal and which can get very costly and, and absolutely affect um, lots of other people in our lives. The third stage of divorce is when you've actually signed the papers, when, when everyone's come to an agreement, when the money's been exchanged, and then what's left is the emotional roller coaster, the heartache, the push and the pull. When you're in that stage, that stage can last for so long. Um, my personal experience of that was I physically signed the papers, but I was still in the divorce for another 13 years until I had, I became very conscious of what I was creating and decided that this is not working for me. So one of the very first steps to being willing to create something different with divorce is being willing to become conscious to the choices that we're making. And being willing to become conscious to the choices you're making without judging yourself. That's the part that's so, so difficult for us is, is we come into this space of consciousness and, and really looking at what we've chosen or what we're in the midst of choosing. And then we can often judge ourselves and, while still judging someone else. 
that doesn't actually change something. That actually takes us down into a deeper emotional state. And that can actually paralyze us for a very, very long time. So what is divorce? Divorce is separation, ending, and saving ourselves. When we are in the midst of divorce, we are often looking at how can I get out of it? It's like, um, you know, it's like when you're, you're in some intensity, it's you're, you're looking for any way that you can run from it, that you can just end it because we believe on the other side of that, we're going to be able to be in a better space. We're going to be able to breathe more. We're going to be able to be away from this person and everything will be okay when we get on the other side of divorce. We're going to be able to save ourselves. But the fact of the matter is, is that when we're not concluding our relationship with dignity, we likely will not be creating the next one with dignity. When we first come into a relationship, that's all wonderful. What we're seeing is the things that make us happy. We're seeing the things that work. We're seeing the things where we and another person are synergistically dancing together. And that is a beautiful time in a relationship. When we think about divorce, that we think about that in a very negative way. My challenge to each and every one of us is what if we were to talk about ending what would it look like ending a relationship with this person at the beginning of the relationship a lot of people when i suggest that get really um what would i say get really twisted up inside because they don't want to go there and yet it can be one of the kindest things that you can do to have that vulnerable conversation on what you would like to create should the relationship ever end. When you're going into a conscious relationship with that understanding, you can begin to have these vulnerable conversations when something is not working. And what I have found as well is when you're willing to have this vulnerable conversation in the beginning, oftentimes you don't completely divorce from that individual. It may change, the relationship may change, but it may not completely end. So divorce is, is all about, you know, separation completely. But the actual definition of the word divorce is to separate, disillusion, and turn aside. It's all about destroying or interrupting what is. It, it's a very intense word and it has a very intense energy to it if we were to change the word from divorce to creating beyond our current relationship can you just feel just feel into the energy of those two different states of uh, perspectives when you're looking at it from creating beyond the current relationship there is an ease to it. There's, there is a consciousness and there is a kindness to it. When we're willing to honor ourselves and we're willing to honor the other person and most especially honor the creation that we have had together in the past, instead of just splitting apart and, and running away from it and, and 
really looking at the past and saying, oh, it was terrible, we can actually honor every aspect of this and every person that's involved. Because when we divorce, when we divorce from, let's say, a marriage partner, there are many, many people that are involved in this. There are children of the relationship if you've conceived children. They're most definitely affected. There are family members, there are our parents, there are our siblings, there are friends. And all of these people can be impacted by our choice in divorce. So why do we choose it? Well, oftentimes we need to choose it because change is required. You know, the thing is, is that when we get together with someone in a relationship, again, a business partnership, an employment relationship, friends, and again, marriage partners, we are one person at that time. And if you are most specially choosing consciousness in your life and you're looking at that inner personal development within yourself, you are always going to be in the state of change. And when you recognize I'm changing and what used to light me up, what used to turn me on, what used to bring joy and satisfaction into my life has changed. Now that doesn't mean that we have to eliminate what used to, but it may not be working as both people in the relationship are changing. I think we've done a big unkindness to many, many, many people in relationship where we've put out this expectation that we should be together for the rest of our lives. What I love to invite people into choosing is choosing to be in the relationship as long as it works for both of us. Understanding that we're both going to change. When we come at it from that angle, when we come at it from this aspect of I'm changing, you're changing, and something needs to change here, oftentimes there isn't this defense that comes up. There isn't this running away from. There's a, actually, it creates an invitation to, to really talk about what would work better for us. Another reason that we choose divorce is because of our health. Oftentimes, emotional health is the first thing that begins to be affected when things are not working, are no longer, um, the dance is no longer working for both of us. Our emotional roller coaster starts to get kicked in and it starts to really affect all of our areas of our life. When our emotional life gets affected, that can begin to affect our physical health. That can begin to affect our economic health that can begin to affect our relationship health with other people it can pour you know seep out into our jobs it can seep out into how we parent and it can actually affect more than what we realize is just in that present moment what we're physically seeing in front of us the second thing is why to choose it is to create different possibilities. Different possibilities can be so much more than just a new relationship. Sometimes we choose it because the different possibility is 
I'm on a new journey of me. And I want to discover more of who I am and what I'm creating in the world. When we're willing to look at the possibilities of what we're choosing, sometimes concluding this relationship can actually be one of the kindest things we do for ourselves and for others. You know, if you're in a relationship and it's not working for you, please know that whether you've spoken to the other person or not, it's impacting them, whether on a conscious or an unconscious level. A lot of times people say, well, I, we stayed in the relationship for our children. How many of us were in, um, we were the product of two people that stayed together because they stayed into the, the marriage, they stayed in the marriage, they stayed in the relationship for the children. They stayed in the relationship for the employees. And yet the children are so aware. How many of you were so aware that it was not working for your parents? And how many of you have actually divorced and maybe it's been years and you've sat down with your children and you've had these conversations and they've actually told you they knew long before you physically divorced that the relationship should have ended. I know people that have said they were so grateful when their parents finally divorced because they didn't have to deal with the tension and the sadness and everyone was able to start moving forward and creating healthier relationships. So why is dignity important with divorce? Well, as I said, it has an impact on our lives and the lives of others. It touches so many, many people. And it really, this is the big one that I really want to get through to everyone that is considering this, is the choices you make as you move through these stages of divorce are creating and already starting to create for your future. They're creating the relationships that you desire in the future by how you conclude these relationships. When we're honestly moving forward with honor and regard for ourselves and for others in the relationships, we can create new possibilities with relationships in ways we've never even imagined. When we understand the effects that it's going to have on both ourselves and everyone around us and what we desire for the future, we start to make different choices. And when we're making different choices from the aspect of what will that create, a new possibility can come in. So one of the biggest tools that I really would love for people to know is asking some questions when you are in, in the prospect of considering divorce. So what, what was it that had me choose this person? When we start there and we really look at it, what was it about him? What was it about her? What was it about working with this individual, creating with this individual? What was it about them that inspired me? What was it that I really enjoyed. When we keep that at the forefront and we don't throw it away or dismiss it like it's no longer important, it does impact our choices going forward. Then ask the question, what outcome do I desire? 
before you make that phone call, before you send that text, before you sign on the dotted line, ask what outcome do I desire? And look at the outcome, not just today, but look at the outcome six months from now, a year from now, 10 years from now. What outcome do I desire? That will have us choose from a place of honor and dignity even more. And then what will my future relationship look like with this choice? So if I make this specific choice, if I get angry, if I, you know, call the police, if I hold the children back from seeing their father, from seeing their mother, what will that create in the future with a relationship? And that starts to have us really look at this from a holistic perspective, as opposed to in that moment where there's a lot of anger, where there's a lot of tension up in our lives. So divorce with dignity is discovering ways to minimize stress, reduce anxiety, and overcome challenges. Then we can move forward with ease in our relationship. So if there's anyone out there that this is speaking to you, whether it's from a marriage perspective or an employment relationship where you would like to conclude it but not have it affect you in your industry, I'm happy to connect with you for a free 30-minute session to see if we would be a match. And I have this program called Divorce with Dignity. It's a six-week program. It's normally um, $1,500 Canadian, and um, I'm offering it on this summit for only $9.97. So you can um, see if that's something that would work for you by connecting with me for that session. So that's, that's my presentation. Oh. Thank you, Christine. Uh, that was beautiful. And I have a few questions for you. Um, I love that you mentioned in your presentation um, the aspect of talking about how would this relationship look like in the future if we decide to end it up at some level at the beginning of the relationship. So start having those conversations of, okay, so what if we separate? What if we, we are not in alignment any, anymore? What if, if our life goes in different journeys? How, how our relationship will look like, you know, once we make that uh, choice of end it. So I love that you brought that up and uh, that we can do that at the beginning of the relationship. Um, how often do you recommend to do this in the relationship itself? Because we know that at the beginning of all relationships, sometimes we are still living in the whole stage of being loved and everything looks great, everything is perfect, independent of the conditions of the individual. And as we know that once you get married, sometimes, you know, sometimes we say real life will hit and, you know, economical situations will come up, like children, things will change, especially if you just have kids. A lot of the dynamics in the relationship change. So how often do you recommend people to question that? Well, most certainly at, at the beginning of the relationship. And a lot of people do, um, as I said, push back uh, about having that conversation. And, and you know, I'd like to just quote a couple of statistics. So First marriages, and, and of course, everybody has different statistics, but on average, they say that 50% of marriages end in divorce. That's your first marriage. 
Your second marriage, 67% of second marriages end in divorce. And if you have a third and a fourth, those numbers continue to go up. Okay. And why is that? It's because we're not willing to have this specific conversation. It's because we're still doing it from this reality's fight and, and push and, you know, I've got to save myself and protect myself from that other person. Now, come to the beginning of a relationship. And if you and I were in a relationship, Lucia, and, and I was to say to you, I appreciate who you are. I enjoy being with you. And if this should end, I want to still honor where we are today. And can you feel the difference in that? Can you, can you really get that that would be a very, very different conversation? So most definitely have that conversation at the beginning. And, and you know, when you do have that conversation and you hear what the other person desires, if the relationship should end, there, that creates so much ease when tension does arise because you know what? You don't have that fear in the back of your mind from that other relationship that didn't end well because you know that you've already had that honoring conversation and you know that even though he's angry or even though she's crying, the fact of the matter is, is that if we conclude, we've already decided how we're going to honor each other. So for sure, have it in the beginning. And if it comes up where you're having a great deal of tension, right? Bring that conversation back up and say, you know, this isn't working and, and, and refer back when we had that conversation before about if this doesn't continue, this is how I would like it to, to conclude. And I say conclude as opposed to end. Mm -hmm. Because to conclude is just to close a chapter. It's not to have to really turn aside completely from another human being, right? And so when you're doing that, then you can get into this conversation that's not working without that worry again. Beautiful. Yeah, I really felt the, um, when we were describing the definition of divorce, which is separation, dissolution, or set aside, really was like, wow, that's the definition of it. It's really... Mm, you can really feel the tension and the heaviness of that word itself. So I love when you mentioned creating beyond the relationship, which feels more light, um, feels more more blissful, and at the same time, it feels like there's more creation, there's more to experience in life than just put it aside, ignore it, reject it, and, and all that. So divorcing with dignity. Uh, and the way that you approach it is, is it look amazing uh, for individuals who are mature and they are in, they're both working on the path of being conscious, being loving, living from a place of compassion. They are mentally stable, they're emotionally stable, and they desire to uh, to end a relationship in a beautiful way. And we have seen many couples doing that. We have seen couples doing that. On the other side, uh, we have relationship where in the, uh, we have experienced abuse and we have experienced emotional trauma, sexual traumas, or any kind of those uh, dynamic. And the person itself is not emotionally stable, is not mentally stable. They are narcissists, bipolars, or they have some kind of like um, uh, lack that they are not feeling fulfilled within themselves. 
How can we divorce with dignity with such individuals? I love that question. Thank you so much. So let me be really, really clear about something. Divorce with dignity, that program is for you. Okay? This is not for you and the other partner. Okay? Do they benefit? Absolutely they benefit. But this is about you. Okay? So again, feel in your body what occurs when we talk about divorce or we talk about concluding a relationship. Okay? If you if you desire to conclude a relationship, you can do whatever is required from a legal perspective, from a, um, you know, bringing in the police, bringing in uh, lawyers for your children. You can still do all of what's required with dignity. Okay? So when you are choosing, if, if what's required is to bring in the police, if what's required is to bring in the lawyers, you know, the, the sharp lawyers, because I'm not about throw away everything. Don't just give everything to the other person and, and throw yourself under the bus. Don't do that. That does not create greater in your life. But you can bring in what's required and not actually shame the other person, not actually you know, ridicule and, and put that person into the space of judging themselves. You can do this from a space of this doesn't work for me, this is what's required, and I'm not going to move beyond this. But you don't have to come back with bad mouthing and and do you know all of the all of the things in this reality that says, oh do this, do that. You know, when when I was about to get divorced, people, the advice just comes out of the woodwork. It's crazy. And um, you know, I, there was a point in my life where, as I said, in my second marriage, I was actually divorced, but still in the divorce for 13 years. There was so much anger, and there, I was so, it was affecting everything. And when I was finally willing to go, this doesn't work for me, I'm going to do this differently, that doesn't mean my ex-partner did. My ex-husband didn't choose to do it with dignity. He chose what he chose, but that didn't need to affect me. All right. There were times when he would make the choices he would make and I would be displeased and I would absolutely let him know this is not okay. This does not work for me. This is what I'm choosing and, and allow him to choose what he chooses. But when you're, when you're coming from the aspect of this is about me and this is about the person that I choose to be in this moment, in this very difficult time, it does make it easier for you. Did I answer your question? Yeah, it's beautiful. So what I'm, I think I'm hearing is uh, that you also bring, besides just dignity, you also bring dynamic of compassion and boundaries. Um, that actually when you're divorcing with dignity, with divorcing consciously, is about the aspect of self-care, self-love, feeling your, who you truly are as an individual, and stepping into that part of you that you you are aligned with and at the same time make the decisions and the choices that must be taken within the boundaries and the compassion and you know and and dignity and respect and honor uh, into the whole equation so it's not just it feels more grounding 
than just coming from all places and and feeling totally all over the place which that's where I love this because divorcing with dignity is about you like you said about you what it is that who you are who are you, who are you in this process are you your true self or are you just trying to figure out yet and and when you are doing with dignity and you know that you're aligned with your purpose your higher purpose your higher self your higher source you're not gonna you know talk bad about a person but you're still gonna have clear understanding clear conversation clear boundaries this is a, this, this is good you know I I tolerate this I don't tolerate it we discuss about this and I have clear uh, beautiful compassionate boundaries that is not against them it is for us correct and you know I, I can tell you that many of the people that I have worked one-on-one -on -one with in this program um, their partners were not kind their partners were fighting their partners were doing divorce in this reality right they were doing it from a place of I have to defend and fight to protect myself in order to survive divorce. And I'd like to take ask everybody to throw the surviving in divorce out the window. What if we were to actually expand beyond divorce? What if we were actually to be willing to allow that person to choose what they choose, but choose what is honoring for you? Because I can tell you, as you start to do that, because if you've been in the fight mode with someone, they're going to expect, oh, they're just playing me. They're just going to continue to do that. And so you're going to have to stay diligent with being who you choose to be. And they will, maybe it'll take them a little while, but they will down the line begin to see this is who you truly are. And they will remember, that's the person that I fell in love with. That's the person that I chose to be with in the beginning. And that will change things. And the impact, this will be on your children is your children will go into relationships and conclude relationships in a very different way if you're willing to be that with you. But again, don't choose this for others. Please choose this for you first and foremost. And, and th these will be the benefits. These will be the, the add-ons of, of what you're choosing for you. Beautiful. So also what I'm hearing is consistency. Consistency yes. of choosing yes. what's good for you, what feels good, what feels right. Consistency, because I have seen it that in in divorce, um, the lack of consistency sends like mixed messages to the other person. So if I'm not consistent, and I have learned it because of my own divorce and my own legal matters that I have to take care of with my daughter because we have a a daughter together. So I realized in my own divorce. Uh, the divorce was okay. It was like it was it was all right, but the after because of kids, like in Florida, here in, in Florida, there is this law that is kind of interesting when it comes to full custody. There's no full custody. There's all all about uh, parenting sharing, so you all have to negotiate parenting sharing and things like that. So I realized in the process of separation that I had it to be consistent with who I was and like really be in this empowered place of choosing what feels right for me feels right for um, the well-being of my daughter and it had been, been so beautiful to see that 
um, with dignity, with honor, with respect. I'm honoring and respecting myself first <laughs> and keeping my ground um, nice and beautiful and boundaries on, on place. And the consistency has helped me to thrive through this process. That's exactly it. It's totally that. And please know that there will be days when you will want to scream. There will be days when you're going to want to react. Stop. Walk away. Put the phone down. Put the phone down. <laughs> Walk away from the computer. Go out in nature. Give yourself at least an hour before you respond and ask yourself this one question. If I choose this, what will this create? And if you choose crazy in, that, in those 10 seconds, okay, cool. Forgive yourself and choose again. And be willing. Would you be willing to say, I'm sorry. I reacted. I'm sorry. That's not the way I want to be. Well, that's the way you always were when we were married. And just drop your barriers and just allow that person to say what they say and continue to stay on your path of what you're choosing. Yeah. Definitely, I believe the divorce it has been one of the most incredible transformation experiences that any individual can go through. It just sheds so many things about yourself that you have never seen before. And also open up to different aspects of yourself that you didn't realize and maybe were hidden. So such a beautiful conversation. Thank you, Christine, for, for your presentation today. Thank you. So how can we find you again? So you can find me uh, on my website, uh, inspiredchoices.ca, or you can always find me uh, on the radio on my network, inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Um, and you can email me, christine at inspiredchoices.ca. And you can find me all over the internet. I'm, I'm everywhere. <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much for your passion, your commitment to help individuals to actually in, enjoy and be in a blissful state of divorce and with dignity. I appreciate your work that you are providing to our communities. Thank you so much. And thank you for everything that you're creating. Let's, let's look at relationships in the way that we desire them to be with all of these beautiful speakers. It's fantastic. Yes. Thank you. Happy my honor. So we appreciate you, our amazing audience today, for listening and watching to another amazing episode of the Conscious Relationship Uncoupling and Parenting Summit. So we'll see you in the next episode. Have a great day. Bye.